You're listening to Creatively Human with honest conversations about what matters to us and how it really feels to build an online business, put our work out into the world, make an impact in our own unique way, and importantly, to get well paid for it. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, business mentor to quietly ambitious humans. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Creatively Human podcast. Now, today's episode is completely off the cuff. I'm actually feeling really tired today, but for some reason, I just felt called to come and speak to myself on my microphone and talk about the journey I have been on over the last two years because I was just thinking about it and I realized it has been almost two years since I first started putting myself out there for this new business. So it was the 16th of June 2018 when I created my new Instagram account, my only Instagram account, because I had basically been hiding away in my business up until then. But something in me told me it was time to get visible, it was time to start putting myself out there, it was time to start saying my truth and I didn't know where the hell it was going to lead. So at that time in June 2018, I had a six-month-old baby. I was recovering from, you know, a hard time mentally after having him, and I was also massively fired up in a way to change the work that I was doing. So in case you don't know, I first started my um, my first online business in 2008. I had been working as a copywriter. I built it up to um, work with a team of copywriters and it was doing really, really well. I was able to plan for my own maternity leave and take five months off maternity leave. So June 2018, I had finished my maternity leave, but I just knew I wasn't loving the work. I felt like it was time to... It was, I always say this, but it's that Anais Nin quote. Um, and the day came when the risk it took to remain tight in the bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. That is the point I was at two years ago. Um, and I just wanted to share a few things that I would go back and tell myself from that time. I don't know how many things I'm going to share because like I said, I haven't written any notes for this. I'm just going to talk. It just feels right. Um, So yeah, here we go. The first thing I want to share with myself two years ago is how bloody proud I am of her. Um, At that time, like I said, I'd been going through a really hard time. I was not finding motherhood easy. I was very sleep deprived as everyone is, but I think I was finding it especially hard. Um, And I definitely didn't cut myself enough slack back then. And I'm not going to beat myself up for that because that wouldn't be cutting myself slack either. But I'm really proud of myself for just surviving. And if that's all I had done, looking back in hindsight, if all I had done was survive that time, that would have been enough. So if anyone is listening and going through that kind of thing right now, then please know that sometimes surviving is enough. And when you look back in hindsight, you'll know that. But at the time, I didn't give myself that grace. But yeah, really proud of myself for surviving but I'm also really really proud of myself for being brave and just deciding to put my face out there to start sharing my voice and show up even though I didn't know where it would lead Um, and I suppose that's the second thing I would say to myself is that it's okay that you don't know what you're doing so when I started my Instagram account 
it wasn't actually for a business. I didn't have anything to sell. I didn't know what I wanted to sell. Um, yeah, I wasn't selling the one-to-one mentoring like I am now. I wasn't selling any courses or programs or anything at all. I just knew that I wanted to start sharing, helping people with their businesses because I knew I had been personally on a massive journey with my business and figuring out that I was an introvert and that I didn't want to do marketing the way I'd always been taught to do it and that it was really important for me to do work that fulfilled me and that meant something and I knew that I wanted to help other people with that. Um, but yeah, didn't have anything to sell and that was okay. So I would definitely, I, I remember thinking at that time that I had to have everything figured out and I remember feeling a bit stupid actually sometimes. Like I would put myself out there, I was doing a really good job making connections and building relationships and getting followers on my Instagram account. And I, I started my email newsletter then I think as well. So I was having email newsletter subscribers and stuff and people would like message me and say, oh, I really like what you're putting out there, but I uh, don't really understand what you do. And I kind of had to reply saying, I don't really know what I do either. Um, it was all just a bit of experimentation. And obviously I was in a kind of privileged position because I had the income coming in from my other business. I was in the privileged position of being able to experiment. But at the same time, it was a privilege on the one hand, but it was also a lot of work because I was running two businesses and adjusting to motherhood and going through all the mental health things as well. So anyway, I remember feeling a bit silly, not knowing what I was doing. But if I would, if I could tell myself back then, you know, I would just say, it's fine. It doesn't matter. It's absolutely fine. And even when I did start selling stuff, even when I did figure out what I wanted to do in a way, I was desperate to have it more just clearer. I was desperate to have it clearer in my mind who I work, who I wanted to work with, exactly what I wanted to do, what the purpose was of it all. And now when I look back, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure there are people who can figure this out earlier. But for me, it was just meant to be part of my journey to figure it out. Like I can't, I, I couldn't know who I wanted to work with until I just worked with people. I mean, I knew on a vague sense that I wanted to work with like thoughtful and sensitive people, but it's become more and more clear to me now, two years later. Um, and yeah, through through taking action, through doing things imperfectly, through being willing to experiment, that is where the clarity came from. And it's been an incredible journey. And actually everything I went through and everything I did and everything I tried has played into what I'm doing now. So yeah, I wouldn't change it. Um, I would just go back and tell myself to have patience, I suppose. Okay, so... Ah, the third thing I would say to myself is that you have no idea what you are capable of. Because although I did feel like I was being brave, I was aware that I was being brave. I wasn't, um, I was giving myself credit for that, but I did think, okay, I can do this. I can show up on Instagram, but I can't do that. I can't do that. So what was in my heart was starting a podcast, <laughs> which clearly I did because I'm talking to you on that podcast now. Um, but yeah, I just, I had the idea for a podcast for ages, actually. I think before I even started that Instagram account, and I just thought, no, that's not for me. Um, like, it scared the hell out of me. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily because I didn't think I'd be good at it, although I didn't think I'd be good at it, but it was mainly because it scared the hell out of me, and I just didn't know how I could ever be that brave. So even though I knew I was being brave, I didn't think I could be that brave. And I remember I was... Um, I was getting coaching from Jen Carrington at that time, I think, or close to that time. I remember having conversations with her 
and talking about how I definitely didn't want to do one-to-one mentoring or coaching or whatever. Um, To be honest, even before I had the coaching with her, I was thinking I didn't even want to talk to anyone, like even to be the one being coached, you know, that was my level of kind of social anxiety. Um, And then I guess I don't know what changed. I don't know what allowed me to be like to let myself stretch my comfort zone, to let myself dabble in things, to let myself think, okay, I'll try this. And if it doesn't go well, that's okay. I don't know what it was. I think it comes back to that whole, just something in your heart. It's really hard to articulate, but I know that, I know that a lot of people listening to this will resonate when there's just something, everything, all your brain is telling you, no, 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 that's not safe. You can't do that. You're not good enough, but there's something something breaking through that noise that's saying but I want to try it so yeah that's what I would tell myself I just don't know what I am capable of and it's really really interesting because I had a lot of anxiety I've got a whole episode about this I'll link to it um when I started this podcast I went through a lot of anxiety it was very very challenging for me it made me face up to a lot of my fears about what I am like speaking to other people and putting my voice out there and all of that I had a lot of anxiety just before the release and when I released it it just felt so right and I just couldn't believe when people would respond to me and say you're good at podcasting or you've got a nice voice you know even things like that I found very very it it was totally it was totally unheard of in my brain to consider those things so yeah I would go back and I would tell myself you just have no idea what you're capable of and that's a lesson that I think a lot of us have to learn again and again and again in our lives because I didn't know what I was capable of when I went traveling for a year I was really scared of that I remember being on the plane after planning for months and months and months and when I got on that plane I was like I don't want to go I don't want to go why am I doing this I just want to go home I don't want to travel and it turns out it was an amazing decision that I made and it tested me and it and it helped me grow as a person and bearing in mind you know all my anxieties you know I don't consider myself to be a brave person because of that anxiety, but actually doing stuff with the anxiety does make you a brave person. And it's really important to remember that. Anyway, yeah, it's a lesson I have to learn again and again and again. I'm capable. Um, And yeah, I think that I've made a shift. I think that starting the podcast and doing the mentoring with people after having said that I would never do that and putting my face out there after having said that I never could do that has shifted something in my brain because now I'm definitely a lot more open to the fact that there are things that I'm going to do or things that I might want to do that I have no idea about yet. And that's actually pretty exciting. But um, yeah, me of a few years ago did not feel that way. (laughs) Okay, so I don't know what number I'm up to. I've totally lost track. Let me think. Okay, I just listened back to a bit of what I said last and I'm up to number four now. So number four is that... And this was such a big deal for me. Number four is that there are people out there who are your people. And I'm not saying that I don't have friends in real life who aren't my people. But I would say that I've always felt different. I've always felt like an outsider. I've always found it hard to open up to people. Um, And... I've always lurked online. So that's the thing that changed as well. When I started this Instagram account, what happened is several factors came together at once. So I signed up to Sarah Tasker's Insta Retreat course. 
and I signed up to a visibility course that Ray Dodd was running and they were both running in June. So I thought this is the perfect time for me to get on Instagram and get visible before I even had whatever business I was going to do ready. And because I had made the decision that I had bought these courses and I was going to actually do them, I sort of forced myself to really dive in and be seen in the communities for those courses. And I would say that both Sarah Tasker and Ray Dodd have wonderful communities of like-minded humans um, surrounding them. And I am still friends with people who I met in those two communities to this day. And I have met several of them in real life. And that is just so, so special to me. Um, In one of the podcast episodes, uh, interviews that I recorded this season with Vicky Schilling, um, I can't remember exactly how it came up, but she was saying something about how she didn't, uh, I can't remember what it, if it was her or me saying it, but how we didn't think that the communities, we were part of them or something. And then we realized that all it takes is for you to just, you know, be willing to be seen. And actually you realize you are part of those communities. And I think that's the thing. I was so f- afraid of, um, being seen myself that I couldn't see other people. And I couldn't see that we all have, no, obviously we get along differently with different people. Um, but I think at, at our core, we all have the same fears about putting ourselves out there. We all have the same insecurities about, you know, running a business and having a child or being a woman and wanting to earn a lot of money, you know, all that kind of thing. And these communities were really, really lovely way to help me realize that there's so many of us out there and that we all have the feelings now um obviously yeah all communities are different and some aren't as open about the feelings and stuff but it's for me the real shift has come when I've been able to be open with other people about feelings and I think like looking back at my life and my journey and everything it makes so much sense that I now interview people on the podcast and ask deep questions about feelings because honestly that's just what I love talking about and it's just it's just um yeah, it's sad that I didn't feel able to do that in the past, except for a very small number of people. So I'm really, really glad that those communities exist online. And if you're listening to this and you don't like you, you're you're participating in these communities, but from a distance, or you're lurking. Like, please do say hello. Come into my group, quietly ambitious business owners. It's on Facebook. Come and say hi. Say that you're a lurker. Say that you're shy. Say that you've got feelings about showing up people get it there. People get it. I get it. Um, And it's totally fine if you then want to hide away again. But yeah, you are welcome to come and say hi. If you resonate with the stuff I talk about on the podcast, you're going to fit right into that group. So yeah, Um, I just want to know that I see you, even though I don't necessarily see you because you're lurking, but I see you. I know what I know what it's like, basically. And there is a lot to gain from taking that risk to uh, show up and be seen in a community. Okay, so let me think of a fifth one because five seems like a nice round number, although I feel like I said what I needed to say, really. Hmm, let me think. I just remembered there was definitely at least one more thing that I wanted to say, and that it is finding your voice is a journey and not a destination. And I think I think this plays into what I was saying earlier about wanting it all to be figured out and wrapped up in a neat little bow and just know what I'm doing, what I'm here to do. This is my purpose in life because um, 
if if you're not familiar um, with the personality types, I'm an INFJ, which means I'm a certain type of introvert who is very idealistic and has to do work that has a purpose and all of this, wants to do good in the world. There's lots of loads of different, I think 16 different personality types, but that's the kind of traits of me. And when I did that personality test, I was like, oh my God, that is me. So yeah, I wanted to have it all tied up in a neat little bow, but it doesn't work like that. And actually... I think that the whole journey of it is, you know, the fulfilling part and it means a lot to me and it's just like being okay with not having it figured out. So yeah, finding my voice is a journey and not a destination and finding my voice has involved, I think I've got to talk about this in a separate podcast episode because there's so much to say and I have not planned a thing for this one, but in short, finding my voice has been messy, like so messy It has taken me feeling all the feelings, getting really uncomfortable. It has taken me having vulnerability hangovers. And I know that some people say if you have a vulnerability hangover, it's a sign that you're not saying the right thing or whatever, but I disagree. I think maybe that's true for some types of people, but it's not true for me. It can be a sign that I overstepped my own boundaries and I shared too much, but often it's just a sign that I'm finding my voice and I'm stretching what I feel safe to say in public. So yeah, countless vulnerability hangovers. It has included like massive highs and lows and times when I felt like I've had to hide, delete all the social media apps, when I've questioned what I'm doing. And it takes, I guess this is the number one thing that I've learned and I would probably tell myself about this whole journey of finding my voice, about this whole journey of like being authentic and and showing up wholeheartedly for my business is that it takes a lot of looking after myself. It's part practical, it's part getting out there, doing the things, trying the things, letting it be an experiment, seeing how it goes, seeing how it feels, but it's also part putting yourself first, it's part doing all the journaling, it's getting therapy, it's having coaching, it's um, being willing to learn, being willing to think differently and surrounding yourself with people who encourage you to think differently and... um, I feel like I've gone on a massive tangent from what I was originally saying. But yeah, it's a journey and it's such an amazing journey. Like I feel like I feel like I'm now at the point where I know that 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 this journey is never done. So maybe myself two years ago, I would have thought oh, if I sign up to this course, if I get this coach, if I do this thing, then I'll figure it out. But now I'm not even looking for that as an end destination. I'm just not like I'm looking to feel into what feels good for me right now and be willing for that to change or be willing to be questioned on that. Um, As long as what I'm doing feels fulfilling and it's stretching me. um, Yeah, and and there's just deeper and deeper and deeper levels of finding your voice and speaking your truth and then figuring out the boundaries that need to go up around that so that you're you're not compromising your mental well-being and health, I guess. I don't know how clearly that came across, but like I said, I've got to do a whole episode on finding your voice because I have, I've come to realise that it is the thing that I am most passionate about. And it's so funny thinking about myself two years ago, starting this Instagram account, I didn't think I had a voice. I just really didn't. And when I look back, it makes me feel a bit sad, but it also makes me kind of laugh because I've just got so many opinions on things. I've got so much to say about stuff. It's just that I didn't know how and I didn't think it was safe. And I had kind of suppressed that part of myself for so long that I just forgot about it, basically. And yeah, here I am now helping other people to find their voice and step up and share what's in their heart. Not at the not at the expense of 
you know, their well-being, not, not in a way that feels unsafe, but in a way that helps you expand the limits of what you do believe is safe. And yeah, it feels uncomfortable, but ultimately feels right, basically. So yeah, that's what I would tell myself two years ago. And I'm really glad that I came on to do this just off the cuff because I think it's so important for me to reflect. I'm even feeling a bit emotional actually talking about it and just thinking how far I have come and how I get to support other people in these journeys. Like, I mean, it's not just about this kind of visibility stuff, but a lot of what I do with my clients is about this stuff. It's also about just learning to listen to yourself and just be okay with what you want, like wanting what you want, following what feels good, you know, knowing that you deserve it, knowing that you're good enough for it and all of that. Anyway, I'm going to stop this now because I've been talking for a while, but yeah, I hope that my messages to myself from two years ago were, I don't know, I hope that you got something out of them too. And if you could use some support on your own journey, no matter what stage you're at, you may be at the beginning, you may be, you may like me have had a business for many years, but know that it isn't your truth and you need some help in following your truth. Whatever stage you're at, if this episode resonated with you, then please do get in touch because I currently have space open in my one-to-one mentoring program and I would absolutely love to work with you. So yeah, get in touch and there's never any pressure. Like I couldn't pressure you even if I wanted to. It's all about what feels right and it's all about being a right fit for each other. So yeah, get in touch and um, and yeah, just get in touch and let me know what you thought about this episode and I will catch you again soon. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Human. If you have a moment, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast. It really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation or ask a question for a future Q&A episode, there are three ways to connect with me. On the Facebook group, on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite or my personal favourite, my behind the scenes newsletter. Just go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter to subscribe and keep doing what you're doing because your work really does matter.